What's a different class when Isaiah gives me a hard time? Doesn't say anything, he makes a face. <laughs> All right, about time. Welcome. We come here on the Edom Shabbat when we study uh, the Pedasha. Time is short. Although it is a long Pedasha, and I have to tell you from the onset. I know a lot of guys that came this morning because they said it's a very interesting perasha, the sequel of last week's perasha with the, the Znut, you got the Zimri, and you have Cosby, uh, and you got a lot of, you know, PG-13 material. The people come along and said it's going to be a, you know, it's going to be an exciting item. Not Mary Poppins today. This is good stuff. Uh, however, I feel that uh, the perasha should, we should not neglect the end of the perasha. A lot of stuff at the end of the perasha that's not as, uh, what should I say, dramatic or exciting or juicy as the beginning of the perasha that everybody wants to talk about. But I'm going to take the, uh, the freedom of speech that I have and I'm going to apply it towards the end of the perasha. And, uh, you know, I'm sure others over the Shabbat, we'll talk about Pinehas and Zimri and Kozbi and all that good stuff. Even I intend to talk about it tomorrow morning in the, uh, the Shabbat morning class. And I intend also to reveal a great Hadush, what I think on that. But today we're going to get into more uh, detailed stuff, technical stuff. So again, uh, buyer beware. If you came to hear about this note, and if you came about to hear Crosby, you know, I'm not offended. You can pick up yourself, walk out. This class is downstairs. This class is down the hall. And they're probably uh, they're going to be more interesting than where we're going to talk about. But we're going to talk about technical stuff, but at least we're going to study the perasha. Uh, yeah, that's just a, you know, a disclaimer. <coughs> Parashat Pinehas is also known as Parashat Korbanot. I mean, you have over here a uh, detail of all the Korbanot that are brought on all the holidays. As a matter of fact, uh, a lot of Parashat Pinehas is read on the holidays. The laws of the Korbanot of uh, Sukkot, <coughs> the Korbanot of uh, Hagamatzot, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Shavuot, all the Korbanot are actually written in Parashat Pinehas. And the question is, I wouldn't have guessed it. If you were to ask me, 
you know, where were we going to talk about Korbanot, which are the five books? So my guess would have been Vayikra. I mean, Vayikra is the book of the Korbanot. Torah Kohanim. You want to tell me uh, Shemot, I would have accepted. Because Shemot, we talked about the building of the Mishkan. So you want to tell me about the Korbanot. But Parashat Minehas, we're in the book of Bamidbar, by the way. And everybody knows what Bamidbar means. Bamidbar means numbers. Bamidbar does not mean numbers. But that's Deuteronomy. Bamidbar means the desert, but we call it the book of numbers because that's what the Hachamim refer to it as the Sefer of Pekudim. Why is it called the book of numbers? <coughs> because in almost every single parasha, there's a census, including this week's parasha, the fourth time we're counting the Jewish people in one book. So the, the book of numbers is correct, but it's not the book of sacrifice. So why all of a sudden in Parashat Pinehas does the Torah decide now to give us a listing of all the korbanot that have been brought on the uh, Hagim? That's a, it's a basic, basic elementary question. What is it doing here? You know, tomorrow, when you're going to hear them read about all the korbanot, it should, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, pique your curiosity. And you should say to yourself, wait, why are we reading it now? So that's the Ramban's question, by the way. The Ramban says, because in this Pirasha we talk about the vision of the land of Israel. Right? The Pirasha right before this was, we talked about how the tribes uh, are going to go through a lottery uh, system. And the lottery is going to decide which tribe gets which uh, uh, portion. And it's going to be divided amongst the Shivatim. Now we're starting to get close to the border of Israel. And we're getting to, to the real estate business over here of how we divide the land. What comes with the Ares? Korbanot. So he says, Ki bamidbar lo hikribu ha-mustafin. Aha. That is a redush. That they did not bring the korban musaf in the midbar. Ramban doesn't tell us why. So therefore, now we got to rehash all the korbanot because we got to tell you the mustafin now. Till now, Korban Musaf wasn't relevant, Ramban says, because they didn't bring Korban Musaf. But now that we just divided the land, and now already we're on the cusp of going into Eretz Israel, we got to come and tell you about the Korban Musafin that I brought on all the Hagim. And furthermore, he says, They didn't bring Nisachim either, the wine libations in the Midbar. And therefore, he says, Ba'achshav, Hayav. Uh, now they're going to have to do everything including the Musafin and the Menachot and the Skehem and therefore right after the Perashah that talks about the Divi of the land Torah says no, now you're coming into the land don't forget to bring the Korban Musafin that you haven't brought all these years in the Midbar that's Shitat Harambam again I don't come to answer today why they didn't bring Korban Musaf uh, in the Midbar. But so maybe uh, maybe it needs more Kedushah, maybe Korban Musaf is on a higher level. I'll leave that to our members 
to come back and uh, give us uh, their theories why they didn't bring Qurban Musa. I didn't come to reconcile that issue. But then the Ramban asks on what he just said. The Ramban says, oh, wait. If you're telling me the whole reason why we have Parashat Qurbanot in Parashat Pinahas is why? Because of Musafin. That were not brought. Well, look at how the Parashat the Qurbanot begins by the Bera, the one Moshe, the more chapter 28. Sabit Bnei Yisrael, Vamarta Alehem, et Qurbani Lachmi Leishai, Leyachmi Horit Tishmeru, Vamarta Alehem, Zayishit Akrim, Kibasim Bnei Shinatim, Shinayim Layon, Ola Tamid. I just told you it's because of the stuff that we didn't bring in the Midbar. And clearly, they brought Korban Tamid in the Midbar. That's why it's called the Korban Tamid. It's the constant daily Korban. So I have no problem. You want to tell me the Musafim. Why does the Torah come along and tell me the... The Qurban Tamid, what's the purpose of the Qurban Tamid in Parashat Pinehas? So the Ramban comes along and says, And it started from the Tamid. He says, hold it. It's not like we didn't know this Qurban. Yeah, we know this Qurban existed. Because you go to Parashat Tetzaveh, you'll see we talked about it. So it's not like you had to tell me something that we didn't know about. Maybe I can answer you simply. You know what's the Qurban Tamid? Because the Torah never talked about it. So maybe you have to tell me about the Qurban Tamid just to tell me that you got to be He said, well, you forgot. Yeah, you ever Homash uh, If you look at the end of Parashat Tetzaveh, what does it say at the end of Tetzaveh? That was a... Uh, Winter parashiyot. In the parasha of Tetzaveh. Why the Haftarah? Where did you get the Haftarah? Look at Shishi. Tetzaveh tells us to build the Mizbayah. And after it tells us to build the Mizbayah, it says, Bezeh asher ta'aseh. Kevasim b'neshana, shenayim nayom tamid. Et hakev se'at ta'aseh b'vayahat ha'boker. Exactly word for word. So that I'm not saying if it's to come and tell me that you have to be a Qurban Tamid. I know that already with Parajad. So what's the purpose? So he comes along and he says, Now, you're not going to like this, Satan, this answer, but it's an Abban. <laughs> Abban says, listen, we want to consolidate everything in one parasha. Well, we know we told it to you, but once you already have given you all the Musafi, all the other stuff, so I'm not going to leave one out. I'm going to put it all together again. So you, you can't ask me, you know, why would you write it again? So I write it again to put it all together. So again, but... Uh, Basically, cutting all the cover that we brought on that Yom Tov. All these holidays, you also brought Kurban Tamid, so therefore, don't ask me, we know it. We know you know it already, but you know what? Hazara Katu, Bekatavo, Bemakome, Hadatsanamban. Now, I'm sure all our members over here, they learned Parasha with Rashi. So you would have known 
that he actually asked the exact same question that the Rabban asks. It's not a, not a, it's not be a hadoosh to this question. That she, in Pasuk Dalit over here, where he says, that the Torah mentions the daily korban. But when? When were we talking? Over there we were talking about in the inauguration. They were inaugurating the Mishkan at that time. Parashat Terumat is when they built it. So when they're building it, the Torah is coming along to say, at that time of the construction of the Mishkan, you're going to have inauguration days. And on those days of inauguration, I want you to bring a kebis in the morning and the kebis in the afternoon. But we have no idea if this is going to be a, uh, a korban for the Dorot. How do you know that this is supposed to be post Miluim? Oh, so that's why you have Parashat uh, Pinas to come along and say, yes, that what I told you to submit to do during the Miluim should be also done forever, the Dorot. A fantastic answer the way that she is dealing with this question. It's talking about two different periods. Parashat is talking about during the seven days of Menuhim. Okay. By the way, there was a lot of stuff that happened. Moshe Rabbeinu actually was the Kohen during those seven days. There were rules. But just because she brought it during the seven days of Menuhim, how do I know that this is a korban for the generations? Ayin Sham in Parashat, Pinehas, different item. Now that I'm banned, by the way, the Ramban over here brings Rashi down. The Rashi Katav, he hayta azara limeha miluim. The Khan Sibali Dorot. Respect Rashi. The Ramban brings down Rashi. Now the question is does the Ramban agree to Shitat Rashi or not? I'm going to read you the opinion of the Ramban, and you'll tell me if he agrees or not. He says two words. Wow. <laughs> the Ramban is not so diplomatic in this case over here. <laughs> he says, with all due respect, he's not right. He's not right. You know why he's not right, says the Ramban? Because open up. So now, okay. if you go to Parashat Tetzaveh, after it says, what are you talking? That she acted to come and tell me that I wouldn't have known it. It says the word, the Dorotechem. And therefore, the Ramban cannot, uh, you know, cannot understand uh, what uh, she's doing over here. Now, 
Now, most uh, most times when uh, you go to a class, they leave you with the question on Rashi. We're not going to do that here. You have to defend uh, Rashi. It's a good question. Now, how are you going to get out of it? You need to be Houdini to get out of this one because it's really a, it's a strong question. But the Mifarshir Rashi, they felt that uh, you know, the Ramban's question wasn't uh, such a good question. You know, <clears throat> she can get out of this one without even having to do any, you know, no, no abracadabra necessary. You can get out of this. It's an easy card trick to get out of this one. How are you going to get out of it? The question is like this. Was the Mishkan the only inauguration in history? Was that the only temple that we ever inaugurated? Or were there other inaugurations in history? There definitely was. There was, by the way, uh, Mishkan Shiloh. And then we had uh, all the other Mishkans and the other places, Ayin Sham. And then we had Bayit Rishon. We had Bayit Shini. Even in Bayit Shini, we had inaugurations after the Vanim. There was a lot of times where we restarted the inauguration of the... And therefore, the Torah is coming to tell us that, yes, that whenever you're going to make an inauguration, the Dorotecher, in inaugurations, you've got to bring Korban That's all it's coming to tell you. The Dorotecher is on Miluims, on few, not only on this Miluim, but on future Miluim, the Dorotecher. Huh? Over there it says, over there in, in, uh, in uh, where's our mashing about? Over here it says, over here it says, over here it says, over here it says, no, it doesn't say every day. It doesn't say every day over there. Although it's calling it a tamid, it could be it's calling it a tamid al-ha'atid. Because the Torah knows what it's going to say, la'atid. But at this point, it's only for the inauguration. But it's actually very good. That you would have thought that what that maybe when the Mishkan was inaugurated, that's what you have to bring these two korbanot for the seven days. But how do I know when you inaugurate the first bit of Mishkan? But I still don't know every day. How do I know every day? I am Shab Parashat Pinehas. You follow me some more? <laughs> so that's so that's that's a beautiful explanation. Based on this comes the great rabbi called Rabbi Haskel Landau. Rabbi Haskel Landau was the rabbi called the Nodabi Huda, the great rabbi from Prague. And he writes in one of his tishuvot, he cites a Gemara in Megillah. The Gemara in Megillah is a beauty on page 28. Listen to the Gemara over here. This Gemara is talking about many rabbis that lived long lives. And they, you know, they had longevity. And when you see somebody has a long life, so you really should ask them, what do you credit your longevity to? Because you can learn something from, uh, from that. Take advantage. So therefore the Gemara said, there was a great rabbi called Rabbi Akiba, and he saw it had been the Chonyah HaGadol, and even Nehonyagadol lived, you know, he's the best in his, in his years. So he asked him, What do you, you credit your longevity to? Now, 
this question, you know, could be taken, you know, in two ways. I mean, if you go to an old lady on East Third Street between S and T, and you knock on the door and say, you know, uh, you know, how old are you? That means you're, when you get when you get a croak already, so I can buy a house. <laughs> so therefore, that, that question already is uh, it's a sinister question. You know, you're not asking how old are you asking you like you know, uh, you know, when are you gonna die? As 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 if enough, enough already. How old are you? We had enough of you already. We'll give somebody else a chance. <laughs> give somebody else a chance. So uh, so when he asked, now clearly Rabbi Akiva didn't have negative intention. But the students of the Chonya, when they heard this uh, this rabbi, I guess he wasn't so famous at the time. So when he comes along and says, I mean, they thought that it was a personal affront to their rabbi. So they're going to defend their rabbi now. So what do they do? Atu Gavze. Gavze is the the, uh, the, the attendants, we'll call it, of Rabbi Nechonya. And they started to hit him. Too, too long? You want, you want to take his job? I got so serious, the Gemara says, Salik Yatid Adeshad that the Mi'akiba had to run and climb up a tree. So they, were, they, were, they were chasing him. So now the Mi'akiba is perched in a palm tree, and now you got the guys over there, down there, and it's just a matter of time till the guys come down. He's got a frame in high, whatever. So they're going to wait down there until he comes down. So now he's up there in the tree, and uh, they tell you, make up, or you're going to come down with a beach up over there. You talk to the rabbi like that. In the old days, they, the students defended the rabbi. The guy was wise after the rabbi. Not like today. That guy says something against the rabbi, they all laugh. They pile on. They pile on. So now, they give us a, so now the Bi Akiba has got to prove himself that he's a Tamir Hakam. So he's got to show him. I got credentials. I'm not just I'm a guy. I'm, uh, I'm part of the uh, rabbinical council over here. So how do you prove that? So you ask a question. Now, uh, by asking a, a good question, then the Bino is going to say, well, leave him alone. He's okay. He's one of us. He's part of the, part of the group. What's the question he asked? And you think he's going to ask him some, some question from the Idir uh, or the Idir you know, from one of the... Uh, a Kabbalistic uh, place. Man, yes, Says the pasuk, Well, keves is how much? One. So, what does the pasuk have to say? Keves echad. Keves automatically means one. That's the bomb that he sent from the. Uh, from the tree. It seems was impressed. So he says, mm-hmm. Leave him alone. Let him down. So they brought, they brought him down from the tree. Uh, go to the fire department. They, they, they bring him down from the, uh, from the tree. And then he answers the question. It means when it says echad, it's not referring to the numerical number one, but echad means from the lashon meyuhad, the best. That means when you bring the korban, don't bring 
you know, the, the great, uh, great sea, uh, uh, bring the choice one, the Yuhad Shabbat, the Kebis, as if, it's as if the Pasuk is saying, Eta Kebis Hami Yuhad. Kebis Echad Pirush, Eta Kebis Hami Yuhad. Very good. No, Dabi Yudak comes along and says, oh, I mean, this question could be asked by a kindergarten uh, student. Why is this show the, the, the brilliance of the rabbi that was in the tree? I mean, is it a question? Definitely. But is it a... If you're trying to impress. So ask him a question from Tosafot, on the back of the book, you know, love this, this way, that way. You know, and the Rabbi Akiva, it seems that they didn't, without the use of thumbs, he asked him a very elementary, simple, shot question that any balabai would ask their rabbi on the way out of shul. By the way, if someone would ask me that question, am I going to make an announcement from the pulpit? He's one of us. Let him sit on the stage. I tell him he was Amaris before he asked the question. He's Amaris after he asked the question. Keep, keep, keep him where he is. But here, but here, the he credentials. Yeah, but you're right. But social credentials? What's the credentials? It's a simple question. It's out of the question. Now, over here. Let's see where it does something. Let's see in Gemara. She says, I don't know exactly what he's doing, but it says, right? Now, me and you know what Pasuk is talking about. <laughs> but just in case you didn't know, as she says, because I, I didn't realize where the question was coming from. What, what is that she? Everybody knows the question. It's a question every single day. It's not like a pasuk in, uh, you know, in Devre uh, Hayamin Bet that I'm not familiar with, that I need that she there source for me. He said, Imne Emar Kebes, Saman Amar Echad. That means what? It's, obviously, he it says, Ita Kebes, Echad. So she gives me the whole pasuk. Give me another book. Says the Nodabi Huda. Which pasuk did Rashi quote over here? We have two pasukim after all on. The kebis but there's a difference between them because if you look at here it says over here in here it says in and that she says which person was he asking from so he's asking from Pinehas. Says the Nodabi Yehuda. Says, ah, this guy's a Tamir Hacham. He didn't ask me from, from Tetzameh, because that's only during the Benuim. He asked me, Ledorot. Ah, he's, a, he's a cop. He knew what he was doing. That's the cop of here. That he knew not to ask me. If he would have asked me, if the came Hayahad, keep him in the tree with the coconuts. Keep him in the tree with, with, with the palms. Now that he asked, he gives Echad. He knows there's a difference. He knows there's a difference between what it says over there, what it says over there. He's asking me, Lidoro? Well, that's, that's a question. We, 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 we might have a haba. What happened, happened. But we, 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 Lidoro? That's a good question. Well, what does that have to say? Obviously, he knew that there was a difference between the two parashiyot, and that's the way the Udav says, 
במיוחדה הגדול דודי, זה... אני לא יודעת איך תזכור את What's the reason why he ended up saying he has a life? So, not green tea. <laughs> not green tea. Today, I have uh, green tea. And I don't eat, uh, I don't eat, not fried food, gluten. Today, after the Yitzharan, the Satan, gluten became the next uh, enemy of the glycine. Since when the gluten become the enemy of glycine? All of a sudden, not gluten free, as if it was such a, Unbelievable. <laughs> So if I don't accept anything, I'm independent guy, I don't accept gifts from anybody. Chambaruch used to tell us there was one rabbi always would accept matanot. So they told him, but the pasuk says, besonei matanot yichyeh. He said, no, who told you you're reading it right? You have to read it, besonei matanot yichyeh? There's a question mark. He says, my book doesn't have the kudot. He says, ולא עמדתי, עד אשכנזים שלי say, ושיינה מתנס, שיינה is good, ושיינה מתנס, when you get good מתנס, ולא עמדתי על מידותיי, עמדתי על מידותיי, I wasn't a stickler, I didn't stand on ceremony, somebody disrespected me, leave the guy go, and ותרן בממוני הייתי, and I was easy with my money, I wasn't stickler with that also, And that's what he says why he went to Rome. Okay, but the Nodabi Yehuda over here has a different mahalach. What's the mahalach of the Nodabi Yehuda? He says like this. That we know in general rule that whenever you're involved in inauguration, whenever you're involved in inauguration, you got to do it right. At the foundation level of things, you don't compromise. Although maybe later on in the, in the process, you can get away with doing things, but the Abad, you know, second best, but in inauguration, that's the famous Hanukkah. Why Hanukkah? They went to find Shem and Zayedzach, special oil. We know that you could use non-pure oil if the majority of the Sibud is Samin, You're right, but this was Hanukkah Tamizbeah. This was a inauguration, and there there's no room for, you know, for, 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 for compromise. When you're starting something from scratch, you got to do it 100% right. That's, you know that cloud already. It's a very, very, very famous cloud. There's a difference between doing something that's already in motion or doing something for the first time. So says the Nath. 
Over here in Parashat Tetzaveh, you're right, we're talking about the Miluim, like Rashi said. And then he says, and you know what? He doesn't learn like those other rabbis. He says, and when it says Lidorotechem, it means what? And bring the Korban Tamid not only as an inauguration, but bring it Lidorotechem. And bring it with all its laws, with all its laws, wherever the laws of Tamid are, Lidorotechem. But however, he says, I wouldn't have thought that you have to use the choice one because that's only an inauguration item. Once I'm bringing it already every day, it's not an inauguration. So how do I know that even the Dorot, I need to bring choice? That's what Pinahas is coming to tell us. It means the most smoother, which means the Dorot is the Dorot Meaning, bring the Tamid during the Miluim and bring it and follow all the laws. But there's one law that I might have said doesn't apply and that is choice. And that's why we need like said, yeah, even when you're bringing it later on, it's got to be and that's the Chedusha Parashat Pinehas. But here's the cherry on the cake. <clears throat> Says no W. How do I know I'm right? I don't know I'm right. He says, because Rashi was bothered. Why is the Torah repeating Korban Tamid and Pinahas? We know it from the Now, when should Rashi have jumped and made this comment? In Pasuk Aleph. In Pasuk Aleph, when it starts off. By the bed of the line, Moshe, the more Sabbath, B'nai, Yisrael, Korbani, Nahmid, hey, so she says, hey, oh, so the, we know this already. That she doesn't open his mouth until Pasuk 4. If the campus say, Hata Aseba Boker, Mezik Kemishis Marvai, now that she says, hey, we know this already. And what did he say, we know already? We know me, you had already. He's specifically jumping on that part of the, the, the Pasuk. He's saying, it's a kibbutz, I'm going to walk it. Hey, we know it's a kibbutz. What is it? The kibbutz are teaching me. Miyuhad. Miyuhad, we know already from. No, it's, I would have thought that Miyuhad is only needed in inauguration. That's why Miyuhad, we come to the. So then when you see how spectacular that even the placement of where she asked this question is telling us what his question was. It's like a class. Azakabah, finally we got you as That's a big thing for that. It's like a glove. Usually it says it's like an old shoe. Over here, it's a little bit of a second. So you see over here, beautiful. So that's that's the W that's uh Okay, now let's go, let's go one step further. I saw brought down once already we're talking about the Kurban Tamid. One more tidbit on Korban Tamid. Elliot, we're not going to mention Zimri, so that's it. I know you're waiting. You need to watch it. Not going to be mentioned. How about tomorrow? Tomorrow. I'm just saying. Look at your watch. I'll mention it. I'll tell you something now. Look at it. There's a thing about a mystery. But now he said like this. He said like this. I wasn't sleeping. There's a mahluk in the Gemara who established the tip you know. Or what are the... For, to what does the the tefillot correspond? So the Gemara says either tefillot avot tekenu or tefillot keneged korbanot, which is the timidim. And if you say keneged avot, we understand Abraham is Hakadosh Yaakov. 
And if you say Timidin, there was a Tamid in the morning, that's Sha'arit, and the afternoon is Minha, and then all the fats and the leftovers, that's, that's very good. Acham Baruch Allah Vashon used to say, Tefilot keneged avot tekenum, that, what does it mean? That you have some people that only come to shul when they have your sight for their father. So they said, Tefilot keneged avot tekenum. When the father passed away, they come to shul for the week, and they said, you know, you don't know, go to Yiddin. That's it. You don't come anymore. I'm going to go to And I saw Brodan in one of, the, one of the books that, uh, where did the Ashkenazim get the uh, terminology for prayer, Davenin? Davenin. So he says, no, we're Davenin. So he said, because it's the Aramaic of Avot, the Avanun, the Avunon. The Avunon is the father's. Therefore, they took the Aramaic of the Avunon, the fathers, and therefore they made a, a slang out of it for the fathers, to break for the fathers. And it's very good. The Mephashim say that it's appropriate why we mention the Avot in every Tefillah. After all, Tefillah is connected to the Avot. So they asked the question, but according to the Mandamat Tefillah, can they get to me Deen? Why is there no mention of the uh, of the Quran Tamid in the, the Amidah? I mean, we can't wait to mention when there's a Musaf. Every time there's a Musaf, we're going to source it. And, 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 and now we got it. We got a Quran, which is a daily Quran, which every Shahid is connected. Every and should, don't ask me where we should mention it. Why is it not mentioned? Why is it not mentioned? The placement is a, is a technical question. We say let's say bring it back. Oh, bring it back. We don't mention Timidim over here. Why should we mention? I saw this the nice answers. The answer according to Lamdanut. Lamdanut answer I saw is like this. Because if you would put Tamid in the Amidah, you now have limited the function of how Amidah works. And we know, for example, that. A um, uh, uh, a tefillah, for example, can have tashlumin. If, if, if I miss uh, uh, minha, for example, I can pray two arbits. Uh, whereas we know avad zimano batil korbano. When it comes to korbano, if I miss yesterday's tamid, I can't bring two the next day. So if, if you're going to put tamid in the amidah, you now. You, you, you might you're limiting it to the rules of Quran, and it's not so. Mm-hmm. Because when it comes to Tifilat, for example, as well, we're allowed to pray Tifilat Nidaba. Allah Tamid is not in the Daba. Allah Tamid is the Chaba. So, therefore, by putting the Tamid in that Amidah, it would change the. And we hold like the Muhammad says, Udaishi Palil Adam Kudayom. You pray all day long. So, therefore, that's why it could be the Pistol Kimanakli, because it's, it doesn't follow it exactly. Although the time of the Qurban, Mm-hmm. Yes, the time of Tefillah follows the, the Tamid, but not some of the other laws. That's a, just a, a, a nice, a nice system. Okay, now let's go further. So that's that's the, the first item over there of the Qurban uh, of the Qurban Tamid. Now let's go to the next uh, to, to the next item. The next item we have over here is some more Qurbanot. We have we have the Qurbanot over here. Of Sukkot. Now, I'll tell you, I'll go, go, go to the end of the parasha. It's, it's a Sukkot. I'm sorry, that's Pesach. We don't want to go to Pesach. Go to Shibi'i. 
בחמישה עשר יום, החודש השביעי, בקלקודש ילחם כל מלאכת עבודה, בעגותם אותו חג להשם שבעת שנים. וקלפתם. And what do you bring on סוכות? עולה, אישר ריח מחור להשם. כמו שאומרים קורבן עולה. פרים בני בקר שלושה עשר אלים, and you bring פרים בני בקר, פרים 13 and those, and כבשים בני שנה, and כבשים you bring 40. ומנחתם you bring the מנחה, סולד בלבד בשמן, whatever it is, and then it says at the end, וסעיר עזים אחד חטאת, you bring a סעיר עזים חטאת, מלבד עולת התמיד, בסוף אתה קודם עולת תמיד that you bring that separate סולד. So again, we have, we have it. So you're bringing basically a korban uh, ola. You're bringing some menha. You're bringing some libation. And then you're bringing finally seir izim echad hatat. We learned already in Parashat Taziyah, if you remember, it's based on the Gemara Zibahim, that although the hatat is written at the end of the Korbanot, it's actually brought first. Got it? If I'm reading the Pesukim, I'm going to think that the Korban Hatar is brought at the end, last. I'll just remind you. When she said over here in Parashat Tazriyah, Perik Yudbet, it says, Velakecha Sheteturim, you take two turtle doves. Oshnei Bnei Yonah, Echad Le'ona, Ve'echad Le'chatah. So she right away jumps and says, when you read it, you read Ola before Hatat. Why is that important? No, in other words, why is the order? Oh, so he says, go look at Masechet Zibachim Daf Tzadi. I'm going to have your hands over there. Give me a source. You might explain why. Why should you not done before the Ola? And if that's the case, why do you write it back? Great question. But I'm just discussing, that's the fact. So I saw something beautiful based on this. I saw something beautiful. I saw something beautiful. In the tefillah, a lot of times of the Musafim, what do we say? In the Amidah, for example. It says, Timidim kesidram, Musafim kelchetan. Bringing the Timidim in order, and the Musaf, according to the Halakha. And the question is what? Korban Tamid, you don't do according to the Halakha? Korban Tamid, open, open, freelance, and I, I do what. But listen, when it comes to the Musafim, but based on what this Kimaraz and Nahim is very good. Timidin Kisidran, it's according to the order that the Torah set out. But Musafim is not Kisidran. Because Musafim, the Korban Khatan is written last, and you have to bring it first. That was Musafim, Kehil Khatan, according to the Gemara, not Kisidran. No, it's nice, I like it. Yes, they got the answer. That's it, very good. So therefore, that's a beautiful diuk in the in the in the Sidun. This is Beduyak. Simidi Kisidran, because it follows the order. Musafim doesn't follow the order. Here you have to know the halakha. Musafim, kel khatam. Musa'ir hatat comes before. Now the famous, the famous ga'on Vilna that we have to say in this week's parashah, we've said it over many times, but since we're in the sugya of the kurbanot, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll say it and we'll throw it in as well.
We know that the Kurbanot on Sukkot, which is right around the corner, we know that there were 70 parim, 70 bulls. Sukkot. Sukkot. <coughs> what do you mean Sukkot? You say 70 on Sukkot. Yeah, yeah, every day. I mean, the first day was... 13, uh, 12. 13, 12. Yeah, they went yeah, down. Yeah. They went the That's a lot of bulls. Oh, so why? So we know because Kenege, the 70 umotaulam. The 70 umotaulam. And the Gemara says, if the Green would have known how much we pray for their welfare, yes. they wouldn't have destroyed the Beit HaMikdash. They think that we're bringing Kurbanot only to protect oh, us, so but they don't realize we need a world. Who's going to build the Verizon Bridge for us? Who's going to, who's going to clean the sewers? Who's going to take care of the, uh, yeah, all the, 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 the maintenance stuff that we need? We need it. I got a plumber. He needs service. So therefore, we pray for the welfare of the nations of the world. And that's in the 70 party. So the government Vilna said, and we know from Kabbalah, that basically the United Nations is divided into two countries. The countries of the East and the countries of the West. East-West. The countries of the West, we refer to the European nations. America's part of the European nations. Basically, it's NATO. And therefore, and who's on the other side? Arabs. They have their own, uh, you know, League of Nations. And basically, the Gaon, the Vilna, Prus of the Zohar, you could divide all the 70 into one of two categories. Either they're from the nations of Esav or from the nations of Yishma'el. Ele Barechev, he said, Ve'ele Basusim. Ele is what? Barechev. Barechev is the artillery, the military, Barechev. And then, now that's the, that's Esau. They have the, the tanks. The Ele, how do they fight? Basusim. And he said that Ele is Aleph Lamidhe. They have Lamidhe 35 plus the Malach on top of them that controls them. So Ele, Aleph Lamidhe, Barech, 35, Barech. The Ele is Aleph Lamidhe, Basusim. We, we have God. Okay, so that's that. So he says, and we know, if you look at the Kurbanot, Gabi Chumash, this is so amazing to get all figured out. If you look at Sukkot, you'll notice. First day of Sukkot, we're just looking at the um, Hatat. So the last Pasuk of each day. On day one, it says, Us'irizim Echad Hatat. And you bring Us'irizim the Hatat. On day two, same thing. Us'irizim Echad Hatat. On day four, I skipped three, I understand. Go to four. Us'id izim ehad hatat. On day one, on day two, on day four, it says Us'id izim. Go to day two. On day two, it says Us'id. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, day three. Day three, Us'id hatat. On all the other days, it says Us'id. It does not say Us'id izim. That means on day two, five, six, and seven, it just says the word Se'ir. On day one, two, and four, it says Se'ir. Ezeed. What's the difference? A goat is a goat is a goat. Says the Ga'on, no, the Zora Kadosh, when it refers to Esab, Esab is called Sa'ir Stam. And Yishmael is called what? Sa'ir Ezeed. So he says, now we understand. Very good. Because day one, how many Korbanot did they bring? 13. Day two, how much did they bring? 12. That's how much? 25. 
On day four, how much did they bring? 10. That's 35. And therefore, the 35 Sa'id Izims, Keneged Yismael. Now do the math the other way. On day three is how much? 10. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. You have day five, nine, day six, eight, day seven, seven. How much is that? 24 plus 11, 35. So you see it works out perfectly. The Torah specifically chose the word Sa'ir and Sa'ir Izim strategically to hint the parim will be divided 35 to 35. Half of them can get the Sa'id, which is Isab, and half of them can get the Sa'id Izi, which is Ishmael. Wow. Why is it Sa'id? It's all a Kadosh. It's all a Kadosh. It's Whatever reason. I don't know. So now, so now, so now, let's go. Let's go. Let's go for it. That is another beautiful piece that the government of says. Because one of the functions of the Beit HaMikdash was that we come and pray for the we pray for the Gleam. Pray for the Gleam, it's an amazing thing. I don't think they pray for us in their uh, houses. They pray for us to, in the mosque. Exactly, I don't think they're praying for us. Well, look at us. Look at us. We're not. Uh, we're not like that. We go into the bit to commit the bit for the for the world. We play for everybody. We're not. We're not looking to make trouble. We want everybody. As a matter of fact, in Albertamikash, we had a gallery where the nations of the world could visit. Today, try to go to the temple map, See what they do to you. They. Uh, no, if you Albertamikash was very hospitable to the uh, other nations of the world. We didn't. Uh, we weren't prejudiced in such a way. We prayed for them on the holidays. That's what they say as function. And do we have a record for this that we ever see a Jew praying for the welfare of Goyim? Abraham praying for Sidon. You see it right there. Abraham Abino, when he sees that they're going to come and destroy Sidon, right away Abraham understands that part of the Abu of Bene Sid is what? Not to pray for their own welfare, but to pray for the welfare of Goyim itself. And in that prayer, what does Abraham Avinu say? He comes to God and says, please, God, I'm going to ask you one more time. And who am I to ask you? Please, I am beseeching you. And I'm interrupting. But I am dust and dirt. Says the Gaon. What did he come along and now mentioning how humble he is? He said, because if you take the word Afar, Afar is the shift about Ayin Paz. That's connected to 70 parim. And if it is connected to what? Aleph par. And Abraham is saying, since there's a concept that Jews pray for the Goyim, where do we see they pray for the Goyim? That the Aleph par prays for the Ayin par. I am following the rule of Abad Ba'ebed of the Beit HaMikdash. And therefore, I got to ask on, I got to ask on, say, no, that's a function of the Beit HaMikdash. Abad Ba'ebed is hitting to us this concept of the ayin part and the aleph part. That the, the 70 part is prayed by the aleph part. Abraham says, I have every right to pray for Sidon. It is uh, 
I know the guys will cut. I really, I really wish you would have talked about Zimri. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know how it is. I, mean, I learned already. But if I'm not going to talk about this, you're not going to hear this, this part of the finish. So you have, you have to be willing to jump to the, to the end. Now, in the remaining minutes, I'll say one more thing. <laughs> From the beginning of the parasha. From the beginning of the parasha. We cannot sit for close to an hour without bringing in the Meshach Chokmah to the, to, the, uh, to the story. So we have a, an amazing story here with Pinehas. And it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a really a it's a mystery because he's called Pinehas ben Elazar ben Aharon a Kohen. But he wasn't a Kohen. He doesn't become a Kohen until he does this uh, zealotry. If he's Pinehas ben Elazar ben Aharon a Kohen, I mean, as far as I remember, TG, if your father's a Kohen and your grandfather's a Kohen, you're a Kohen. Unless your name is Pinehas. <laughs> Because of your Pinehas, for some reason, they boxed him out, and then he only gets Kiruna post-facto, after he's got, I mean, everybody else, they have the X gene or the Y chromosome, you're a Kohen. Pinehas, poor guy, he's got to earn it. He's got to go out and kill two people, they go, all right, Pinehas. If I was Pinehas, I would have came along and said, hold it, I'm a Kohen anyway. No, you're not. But Pinehas, I'm not on. And then she comes along and says, yeah, he was boxed out because when the kihuna was delivered, it was delivered to Aharon and to his children and to any future children that are going to be born. Peter Haas was born already. Oh, so therefore, he is not part of the... It's not grandfathered it's, 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 it's in, exactly. It's Aharon, you're in. Bring your four sons. Now, whoever comes from here on in from your four sons will be Kohanim. He said, but wait, Elazar has a son, Pinehas. He's out. He's out. Uh, he's out. Now, by the way, very, very good reason, by the way. Of course, if he was a Kohen already, he wouldn't be able to kill the uh, dead because he's yeah. Tamehmeh. So, therefore, it works out, by the way. But Elazar kept him out so he could do the item. And then, nice uh, Tamehmeh, he can come back in. It, work, it works out. It works out good that Mordi Olam knows what he's doing. He's the only one that was not the only one. The only one. Only one. Say it's good. The only one. So now, <laughs> the explanation <laughs> is. No problem. I'm answering. I'll, I'll he, by the way, yeah, he chooses the city. He knows exactly what it is. So now, oh, so I saw an unbelievable Mr. Uh, Kochmao here this week. <coughs> brings a Gemara and the Gemara is talking about a, a uh, Kohen that's a Halal. And those of us that are in uh, the Gemara past long time has been talking about these guys for a long time. Halalim. <laughs> what is Halalim basically? <laughs> halal is a Kohen Pasu. Here's an example. Yeah, Mr. Cohen. He's definitely a Cohen. He's got nothing to do. And he married a divorcee. Okay? He shouldn't have. He 
a divorce. Making, he's living in sin. And he has now a son. That son is called Ben Girushad, the son of a divorcee. Again, his last name is Kohen. But he's called Kohen Halal because he was born from the sin of his father. And therefore, he's got a, he's got a problem. He's got a... But his status is Kohen? Well, his name is Kohen. Forget his name. His status. Forget, I forgot. That's it. Okay. No, 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 no. What else? Give me more instructions. What else? No. So now the question is like this. No. Now, we're not in the soul here. This is what I'm telling you now. So now he says like this. The question of the Gemara is, what's the D if the Kohen Halal serves? Guy came in. He showed his license. Yeah, my name is Mr. Kohen. Mr. Tawil Ma'il. Okay, get one of those, man. Okay, he walks in. Now he walks in there. That will be it. Oh, man. I'm Abraham. I'm Mansur from Abraham Abino. That's, uh, <laughs> of course, they can't wait to rub it in. We know that trick. So now, what comes in, what comes in, what comes in, he serves. Then all of a sudden, the, the, the security comes in. The TSA guys come from the outside. They say, oh, no, we did it. We did a thing on the guy. He's Alan. With the background, check the guys out. Does the service that he did count or not? Gemara <laughs> says, halal, that worked, aboda is keshera. No. Keshera implies with the abad. And the Gemara brings two proofs. One is from a pasuk in Zot Beracha. Barech Adonai, hello. That even the halal, Barech Hashem, Barech Hashem, I know, that even the halal, the second proof is from Al-Perasha. Let's go to Al-Perasha. Al-Perasha says, in the beginning, regarding the Sadiqot Pinehas, what God gives him the Kiruna, Be'aytalo, Ulzar'o Aharaf, it will be for him. And his future descendants. descendants. Not only he's going to be a Kohen. The Kohen is going to be with him forever. So the Gebaraz Doresh. That's the Says that all. Does the Pasu give us the Hidup between what type of Zaro? It doesn't. Comes the measure of and asks, where did Achamim see, just because it says that all, that we're talking about Zera Pasuk. I mean, it's time when you read a Pasuk, you normally assume we're talking about kosher people. How did the Gemara know by Talos Alab that it's talking about Pesulim? That's the measure of Achamim's question. This is your question. No? Right, tell them the Zaruah Ibn Ezra asked the question, why wasn't Moshe fit 
to be a Kohen. Again, don't tell me what you heard because he complained. I mean, all the Midrashim. I'm talking about Ibn Ezra now. Why could it be good? He says, very simple. Because, <coughs> no, the Kohen was divorced from Sarah. He doesn't become a uh, halal. So he says, he says like this. He says like this. He says beautiful. He says, after he got married, automatically he's got a problem. Because although he's a Kohen, let's say on his father's side is all, let's say, kosher, but on his mother's side, you have already Yitro, you have Gui. So the Ibn Ezra says he wasn't kosher for Kiwuna because his mother's side was not Miyuhas. And when it comes, go slow, man. What do you want to me over here? I want. So you have over here the Ibn Ezra, and I'll quote you the Ibn Ezra. He says, why? They're from the their grandchildren of Yitro. Sorry, who's on the mother's side, you're out, says the Meshach Ochmah. That until that point, before Parashat Pinehas, the rule was that. If your mother's side is tainted, we look at it, and that's going to register you a psul for kehunah. The mother's side is factored, and that's why Moshe is invalid until you get the parajapinehas. Comes parajapinehas. You know why Pinehas was not a coherent the magic of Ma? Not because he was boxed out. Or- he couldn't be a Kohen. His mother's side, his grandfather was who Yitro. What was Yitro? The first part of that. That he fattened up, he gave a lot of carbs to, 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 to animals in order to fatten them up for Abu Dazara. So on Yitro's mother's side, he has the same soul as Moshe. He, he comes from Yitro. So now, by the way, El Azad and, 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 and the sons of Aaron don't. Aaron was married to who? Nachshon ben Aminadab's sister, Elisheva. Beautiful. <laughs> what kind of family is that? His father was Aminadab, phenomenal guy. So they were on Aaron's side. He's Kashem on both sides. But Pinehas, although on his paternal side he's related to Aaron, on his paternal side he has Yitro, and therefore he's out. Until the law changed. When did the law change? Says Major In this week's Benashah, he kills somebody, and all of a sudden you see a new Pasuk, as if, as if we didn't know this. What does Pasuk say? Pinehas, Ben El Azar, Ben Aharon, Hakohen. What is God saying? New, new rule. But now, one, when we look at Kohanim, we only look at the father's side, and we don't care about the mother. Wow. Before Parashat Pinehas, who was Pinehas? He was Ben El Hazar, Ben Aaron Kohen, and Ben Siporah Batitro. He had two lines. And because he had two lines, he's out. Wow, wow, wow. Now he comes and does this news. Kanaun, Bore Olam says, guess what? Behadesh, a new law in Kehuna. Pinehas, Ben El Hazar, Ben Aaron We dismiss the mother's side. And we only look at the, we go slow. 
זה אמייזינג. זה אמייזינג חדוש. חזק וברוך, בפייחוס כהונה, we look at the bar. Now, I might have said that that's only we made an exception for Pinehas. So the Pasuk says, Vaitalo lo uzaro aharav. What zaro aharav? That I don't care about the mother's side. Even though his mother, he's a Ben Girusha, but bottom line, the father's a Kohen, even though he's a Halal, but since the father's a Kohen, so therefore he learns it from Pinehas, just like Pinehas becomes accepted as a Kohen, even though it was tainted on the mother's side. From here was Mechadesh, the mother's side is not Me'akev, a person to be a Kohen. Therefore, his Abodah is going to be indeed Keshira, and therefore the Pasuk is coming to say by Talo'u Zar'o Aharab that Mag Pinehas Elo Yehus Mena'ev Kashir Ab Zar'o Aharab even though he's going to have a pigam on the mother's side Zar'o Aharab is going to be Kashir Aruch Alayn Le'olam Kiddush of the Dead Thank <laughs> you.